לא. Back in the Netherlands. Back in the cold. The dark. Welcome to the Love Change podcast. Yeah. Are you having a good time loving the change these days? Absolutely. I prefer the other change, but... The other way around. That one is nicer, eh? Yeah. That's understandable. Kind of, yes. Well, people can relate, I guess, who likes... Exchanging the sun for the rain, the warm for the cold. Escaping the Dutch winter. The spring for fall and winter. Yep. Thanks for tuning in. The Love Change podcast. We talk about the nitty gritty, the process of becoming, not when you're already there and shining and amazing, but uh, basically in the trenches, in the mud. When the mess when on the way. Uh, not having good hair days and... Uh, Except for Kay, of course, always on a good hair day. Yeah, you too. Today we're going to be talking about being unprepared. Mm. And Kay prepared. <laughs> to be unprepared. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Actually, this uh, topic uh, was inspired by the presentations we were giving mm-hmm. in uh, Colombia. Yes. I was doing a gig for Google which was pretty cool, but because I was just presenting on my laptop, I didn't uh, have access to my presenter notes. Mm-hmm. And I had to do, uh, well, I was prepared, but I wasn't prepared to do my presentation without notes. Notes, yeah. And you had a similar experience with presentations? <laughs> yeah, well, I would usually never prepare a presentation the day before. That's what I was doing. And then my whole Microsoft Office blew up. And didn't allow me to open any of my presentations that I would take as a base. So, uh, yeah, it was quite an experience. <laughs> so what did you do? Um, well, I kind of like, I just, I talked to the person that uh, the presentation was uh, with or for. And You can, you uh, can name people. It was Maria can, from, yeah, from Here to Work. Yeah. The person. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's like, uh, yeah, and then uh, she had some really amazing um, ideas how to change it. And uh, I got really inspired to just make something out of it. And it worked out really well. And uh, this isn't the way you would usually do it? Not eh? at all. What would you usually do? I'm prepared at least uh, probably two weeks in advance. Practice at least three times. I practice just once in the morning to just like have a rough reference for time mm-hmm. to know if it's going to fit or not. But other than that, yeah. How did it feel? Honestly, I think it was one of my best presentations. Okay. And why At least that? that's how I felt about it. Yeah, it was a lot just of, really uh, light. You almost had like 100 viewers from all, all over plenty, the world. Yeah. yeah. I felt it was really light. It was playful. It was not... Um, yeah, it was not like something that you had learned ahead and just like, you know, feels a bit static. It was really, it was fluid. Hmm. Would you uh, from now on do it like this or would you prefer I to I think do I the... would definitely try. I'm kind of like, I think what it taught me really to see that, like if you do it two weeks ahead, you might incli- include more ideas because then along the way I get more ideas. Yeah, you're just spending more time. Exactly, on like you had space along the way, and you're like, ah, I could do that first and then that. But I think it's just small changes. The whole idea really came because of the talk with Maria. I was like, 
actually this is a good base just do it practical as i would do it mm. and i think that's really nice so yeah what were the disadvantages of doing it uh, unprepared or less prepared it was an experiment i would say that's how i felt about it it was really like yeah i don't know how it's gonna be like but at the same time i just had a good feeling about it, it was really in a good flow i think if you do it last minute, you don't have much time to also think about it and be like, ah, maybe, you know, you just do it, you're ready, and then you have the presentation and you're done. You know, you don't overthink it, which I think is good in my case. In your case? In my case. <laughs> Probably in many cases, I don't know. I mm -hmm. think I'm very uber-German when it comes to that, so... <laughs> you think it's a German thing? Yeah, absolutely. Come prepared. Absolutely. I kind of disagree, though. You think so? I think it's uh, something that is uh, very corporate. I think it's uh, mm. if you uh, if I look at all my friends who have uh, corporate jobs, yeah, they really uh, are terrified of the idea of showing up in a situation and not having their name dropping or their numbers or their stuff ready. I think it depends on your manager. Like my manager back then, not here in the Netherlands, but in Germany, if you wouldn't know your numbers, you just would be get eaten alive hmm. in front of 20 people, which was not pleasant. So, yeah, it depends. I think I think plenty of people have that because it's uh, like a basic check of, are you mm -hmm. trying hard? Yeah, it's a basic check of like, do you really belong in that place where you are, you know, position, mm. level, whatever. Just like, you gotta, you gotta show your expertise constantly to be like, yeah, I know mm. my numbers, I know whatever. I don't know. Maybe it's corporate, but I think it's also very German. The combination for me kind of like made it even worse. I think the difference between Germans and Dutch is that the Germ Germans maybe also have it in their personal life. Mm -hmm. Like uh, if I think of German people going camping, they're super serious. It's, it's, it's a different level of preparation. Like everything is correct and well thought out of. It's, there's a very little room for improvisation. Ha, even before we left to Colombia, like oh, four days before, you asked me if we should rent out our place. And I was like, you're asking me this now, like way too late, in my opinion. Mm. I would have, like, that would probably be my first thought before you booked the flight. Okay. So, yeah, it might be German. <laughs> but well, some people need more time for things. Like, my mom always stresses out when I, I would tell her in the past that I'm flying to New York in two days. And then she'd be like, yeah, how do you manage? Just came back from Spain two days ago. How do you manage to pack your stuff and wash your stuff? And I'm like, uh, for two days, yeah. I have more stuff. It's like, it doesn't matter. And she would also like look up all the weather report and whatever. Like, I, I just go figure mm. out on the way. I think I'm pretty, yeah. Probably more relaxed when it comes to traveling than uh, having okay. presentations. But I have been eaten alive a couple of times in my corporate life. So I think that also like that also burns you, you know? Mm. You gotta have all the answers. Like at and Hugo do you, Boss. Do you have a good feeling about being unprepared? I kind of start to develop a liking for it, which I think is really nice because it gives me a playfulness. Mm. 
And I don't know, the people that I have seen presenting and if someone didn't have the answers and would be like, um, you know what, I don't have the answer, but I'm going to come back to you. I found that always very humane. It's nothing bad in my opinion. You what know? is what is one thing in life that you're completely unprepared for right now? <laughs> and maybe for you, if you're watching or listening, it's a good uh, question. We're talking about being unprepared. Uh, like it's it's usually unexpected stuff, right? Yeah. But sometimes it's also expected things that we are still unprepared for. I think What's on the top my favorite of your head? topic is kids, but I don't think I ever be prepared for that. Kay's favorite topic <laughs> is kids, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, lately it's really a favorite topic because everyone is sitting in my neck. Everybody's breathing. <laughs> yeah. All the corona babies. <laughs> They're all hopefully breathing. And, and you say you will never be prepared for that also. Yeah. So what is the meaning of being unprepared then? Just going with the flow. I think that's really a good thing. Hmm. How about you? It's a good question. I would like to give that back. <laughs> but you can. That's how it works. <laughs> no, I think things I am unprepared for. I think uh, death. Death is something we know exists and it comes and it always comes too soon and unexpected. Um, Can you ever be prepared for that? Um, yeah, we have some relatives who are sick, so you kind of do the last things you want to do with them, so yeah. to say. Yeah, it sucks to say it, but when you are aware of somebody's passing, uh, maybe you already start the morning. But I think I think another thing that I am not prepared for is uh, my taxes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a big one. <laughs> now, all jokes aside, I think for me the meaning of being unprepared is. Uh, I think it's a very. Uh, important how you define being prepared mm. i think for me if i am feeling okay and i'm rested and i'm i can handle everything on top of things yeah doesn't matter what comes my way but if i am sick or in a bad place emotionally then the little change or bump in the road Mm, shakes, shakes me you up, yeah. so in, in that sense uh, I think being prepared for me has more to do with whether I am creating the conditions that allow me to flow mm -hmm. um, okay. while I remember in my study days uh, I would always start too late and do too little and you're not alone with that <laughs> yeah but I would never doubt whether I would make it or not because okay. at some point you also know your own pace of learning and, and productivity and 
I think things that I am unprepared for mostly have to do with other people, not my own thing. Like mm-hmm. I remember when I just like after my accident, I was in the rehab clinic and basically first I was in an electric wheelchair and then I was in a regular wheelchair. I could basically hardly move in an inside environment. I was just like struggling going down the hallway and back Mm -hmm. in a wheelchair. And I dropped my phone and couldn't reach it. It was between my two ankles, but I just couldn't Mm -hmm. grab it. And I was fighting to grab it for like 20 minutes or so, sweating and dropping blood pressure and everything. And in the end, I just started laughing and having this conversation with myself that everything I need to make it through this, I have. And everything I have to learn to get through this is what is set out for me that is important. So... I feel like when people say I'm not prepared for something, it's because there's a steep learning curve. Mm. So for you, if you would reflect on what you experienced in Colombia with the here to work presentation, what was it that you were learning in that short amount of time? During the presentation? Well, preparing for the presentation or letting go of your old presentation and making a new one. Yeah, to just really think out of the box and do it in a different way. Mm. Because I was anyway like, screw the theory in some sense. Like you gotta mm. scratch the surface of theory, but the presentation is half an hour, so you don't wanna, you cannot dive deep, and you also don't wanna bore people with the theory. That's not what it is. People from all over the world thinking about moving to the Netherlands that mm. want practical approach on what is gonna be it like, you know. Culturally. So really thinking out of the listener of your perspective and be like what do they want to hear and then just make it like that so it was really way more like i myself moved to the netherlands four years ago Mm. what did i experience and i started working in a big corporate were you prepared to move were you i had my cultural background in some sense so in some sense i was prepared when it comes to that perspective what does it mean yeah to understand what kind of cultural profile the netherlands have gives you an indication such a <laughs> theoretical way of thinking about moving it sounds like that but it helps but the fact that you're leaving your friends and your family behind were you prepared for that no i don't think you're ever prepared for that you just move that's at least what i always did you don't have a goodbye party or something i didn't have time for a goodbye party no <laughs> i worked the last day <laughs> Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna be having a month long goodbye party <laughs> if I'm gonna be going somewhere. Jesus. Yeah, but no, I don't know. It was really a light approach of like I don't want to bore people with theory, and I want to give them the most practical approach to understand what, what it would feel like. Besides what you did, what did you learn for yourself? That it was a whole different approach, and it was a good approach to do that presentation this way. Oh. It was just different. Like yeah, I cannot imagine. Coming from a whole different corner. Preparing a presentation for two weeks. Not like two weeks every day, but like start, do the framework, think about, okay, half an hour, how many slides do I want to have, mm. build a theory, and then think about how you want to weave it with practical approach, etc., etc. 
I, I'm not saying that I would not rush it till the end because that's like the regular curve of people starting early and then mm -hmm. till the end it always gets stressy, but I don't know. I would just, I would sleep better, I would say, but it this time for the first time it didn't bother me at all to also be like, okay, um, we're in Colombia, we're exploring Colombia, it's fine to sit down the last day before and just do it because actually I know the topic anyway. Mm -hmm. You know, there was also a certain confidence in me to just like, be sure that I know what I'm talking about. And uh, if you think about your superfood pharmacy, yeah, what aspects of that do you feel unprepared, or did do you postpone because you don't feel prepared? You would say recording videos. That's what you would. Doesn't probably matter say. what I would say. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if there is something I would really postpone because I feel unprepared. I actually feel pretty ready and just want to see more results. That's why I'm at. Talk okay. to more people because also giving all the consultations last week's taught me so much in in reverse. You know, like explaining to people why things are as they are and analyzing their situation, their health condition and giving them advice also teaches me a lot. If you see someone really responding well to products and certain change. But you got to answer the question. What is something that you don't feel prepared for? Or feel less prepared or less comfortable? I mean, I think for me standing in front of a crowd and explaining something has never been easy. But at the same time, people would tell me that I come across super authentic and I... I really look like I'm enjoying it. And actually I do. So it's like the step to get in front of people and explain something scares the shit out of me. But when I get there, I actually really am in my element. Mm -hmm. It's a pretty interesting thing. And what so about it scares the shit out of you? Being in the spotlight. Why? I don't know. It's just not my favorite place to be. Okay. It's a question or is an answer? No, it's an answer. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. It's well, it's not comfortable in first place. I don't know why not. That's how I feel about it. Okay. And and do you feel like preparation has something to do with that comfort zone or no? No. What has something to do with that? To feel comfortable on a stage. Yeah, or in front of a group. Or... The more you do it, the easier I get. Okay, so it's yeah. a practice thing that yeah. it becomes normal. Like you do it every week, then it's like, oh, I'm on stage. Yeah, then it's like nothing different than like the podcast for the beginning was also for me like, oh my gosh, it's going to be recorded. I feel super uncomfortable with it. And now we just sit and talk. But it's strange because if I listen to interviews of artists and performers who stand in front of big crowds, even if they do it, often they still feel the tension say you also need that energy to perform i think if it's it a normalizes, different tension, you know why it just gets a different it's more like you feel the tension because you know it matters to you but you don't have the stage fright portion in it like oh my gosh if i forget my line if i uh, i don't know okay if i stumble <laughs> fall mm. and throw stuff around i don't know <laughs> mm. it's like the classic or like stop drinking and then joke 
<laughs> it's about failing stuff. on the spot. Yeah, definitely. Okay. And okay. forgetting what you have to say. Okay. That kind of stuff, I guess. I see that we're losing video on the camera. Oi. Over here. Don't understand why. In a moment. Okay. Yeah. To press something. Yes. Back in the video game. I don't know how long we lost our video. Maybe it's not charging or something. It's, it just turned off. I think so, yeah, but I didn't hear it. It would do noise, no? Well, let's continue. We weren't prepared okay. for uh, technical failures. As always, you're not prepared. Yeah, I think if I would answer the question of what, are, what do I feel unprepared for with the Amarmudo uh, energy management stuff, I think I'm not prepared for any of it. How does it make you feel? I think that's the whole... Uh, tension between really wanting something and being scared of it mm. at the same time like I really want to be of value to people I want my legacy to be impact and I want to share all the lessons I've learned from really re-experiencing what it takes to manage yourself as a human mm -hmm. uh, energetically and and really as a coach to uh, be of service. Mm -hmm. I really care about that. Um, yet, uh, if I look at my peers, everybody's following a certain framework that I find really hard to fit myself in. So I have to create my own guidelines. Mm -hmm. And I, I am uh, a novice, a beginner, uh, how do you say it? Uh, Undereducated, uh, <laughs> overexcited. Um, I do not feel like I am prepared in the sense of I have done it before or I have uh, practiced it enough. I feel like all of it is a continuous development and every step of the way requires me to be on the edge of my seat and on the peak of my ability so I feel like it's at the same time a good thing to be to feel uh, unprepared mm -hmm. it keeps you alerted yeah. it really keeps you on your toes yeah that that's why I also ask like what part of it do you feel unprepared for and because I can imagine it's your first business it's your uh uh, you're dealing with, uh, I don't know, Dutch legislation. That's what I have you for. Yeah, but <laughs> it's stuff me. that you do <laughs> not per se mention. And uh, and I really have a good feeling about it. It's just like, of course, it takes time. But like the product and concept itself is something that I'm really standing behind. That's why I don't have this of like, yeah, what am I so afraid of? I don't know. We have uh, people sending us hellos and greetings. Yes. And uh, hi back. Hello. 
please answer us. What is something you are not prepared for? I think another thing I was unprepared for was you moving in with me or, or really uh, shifting into a super uh, dense or, or how do we say it interweaved uh, lives with another person mm. I was pretty uh, okay by myself and I'm also okay with you <laughs> thanks <laughs> so so but uh, it's also something that I don't think I was prepared for and that's why I hope you also can share some things see there it goes again yeah Think the cable of the power is just uh, yeah should i check that crappy okay. yeah, okay. so, well. yeah. i think they also the cable broke when we were on the trip I, yeah it could be maybe just connect the white cable from your phone nope that one Yeah, come sit. Cool. Yeah, I'm, I feel there are certain things in life in general that we just cannot be prepared for. But that's also what life is about, I guess. But this topic is about being unprepared and sharing those things. Yeah, so, we are not prepared, that's what I say. Ah, you say it's just the baseline. Yeah. I think even, like, whatever it is, I think if you prepare for some changes in life and you're like yeah i'm ready it's like it's nonsense because it's gonna happen differently anyway i don't mm. know like reading all those business books of like your first 100 days in a new job and what you should consider so it's all good it's great good advice you, you've read all of them yeah, of you course have I all did. Of them. but so i feel like you still have plenty more to share about uh, being uncomfortable with being unprepared I don't know. I think it just, you can read and be as much prepared, but then you kind of like have to extract what you learn and just make something out of it every day. You know, if you come across people that you just don't get along with and mm. you have to work with them, you cannot be like, yeah, but the book was saying I should really make uh, good connections because if you like, have nothing to say, then you just need to like... <laughs> just get along with it and be like okay you know what you think i'm an asshole i think you're an asshole exaggerating but it's just like we gotta get along okay we gotta get from a to b let's figure out how mm -hmm. you got your budget to spend i'm having a collection let's just find a practical way of working together you just like i don't know you can't be as much prepared like mm -hmm. i would stress i think it's more the mindset for me about being unprepared. I would really stress about not being prepared. That's what we're trying to get at. Why would you stress? Because I would feel uncomfortable. About? Not being prepared, not having all the answers. No. But all the years taught me that you just can't have all the answers and that's also okay. Mm -hmm. That's why when I was having my intercultural presentation back in Germany, couple months ago I also like us one question I was like I it was about India and something I was like I really don't know I have to look it up but I come back to you 
And I didn't even feel weird about it. It was just like, yeah, how, how can I know? I think I feel I look at the topic a bit differently. It's just I hear you a lot of times referring to uh, a question and an answer mm -hmm. situation. Mm -hmm. Or, or uh, a certain step-by-step -step that will get you from A to B, something? Not necessary. What makes you say that? Well, the whole the book and then... Uh, I think the books is more the approaches that are there, that are out there and you can take to feel prepared. Mm. But I tried it several times didn't in my opinion deliver the results it was not a guideline to like get from a to b like for for instance one situation i can imagine a lot of b people we talked about it this afternoon mm -hmm. with sophie about uh, students yeah. who have to finish their last year of school uh, digitally mm -hmm. and start their first year of their new education digitally and uh Almost everybody involved in that situation is not prepared for that situation. Yeah. But what is it actually that we are not prepared for? Uh, I don't think it's about the teachers teaching on Zoom or students uh, getting distracted. I think we as society are not ready for that high level of, uh, how do you say it, isolation. Mm -hmm. uh, I think this year, everybody experienced how not ready you are for uh, giving up a bunch of your mm -hmm. uh, leisure activities and free times or that people can say, oh, I feel really incarcerated or locked mm -hmm. up. While the real definition of jail is losing your freedom and we're a bunch of steps away from that. It's also, I think it's also a disruption of expectations, you know, if you finish school and you're about to study, you know, oh, wow, I'm mm. going to, I'm going to have freedom because I'm going to move away mm. most probably to a place where I'm going to study. I'm going to meet new friends. I'm going to like make a Party. huge step ahead in my growth, my mm. personal and True. school growth, whatever you call it. And that just didn't happen because like the whole, what it will be like just didn't happen. Hmm. And of course it goes hand in hand with isolation, but I think it's really, for me, it's the disruption of what you expect, you know, because that's what irks the most. If like, you think this is going to be like that and then life, life takes you on a whole different road, you're like, ah, like you basically measure it all the time against what you wanted it to be like. Uh, what you expected so it to giving be up on your expectations mm -hmm. yeah i think that's what i did with my presentation i was like don't have material just drop the expectations i would have on how to do it just do it differently and it worked and i was not measuring it all the time against something that i initially had in mind so that allowed you to create a new thing yeah because you basically started with a white piece of paper mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I think in retrospect, one of the hardest things that I was not prepared to do, because that's also a thing, being unprepared, 
puts it in the corner of you can prepare for it, but you haven't. But being not prepared is just not being willing to do something. Mm-hmm. And I think I was not prepared to give up my dreams. Uh, like traveling on the motorcycle. And so it took me a couple of years to mm-hmm. do that. Because I just was unprepared that life would have that in store mm-hmm. for me. You know? Yeah. But it's something that you could never get prepared for, no? Um, it's really the... I think it definitely dented me in the sense that I've been realizing recently that it really uh, put a lot of fear in me wishing for things or having big dreams that I kind of... Uh, that's what I, having, what I was having the coaching conversation about as well today is like... I wish for a pink elephant. Mm-hmm. No, you're not going to get a pink elephant because they don't exist. So you better not wish for it. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not prepared to be disappointed. I'm unprepared to be disappointed or I've had a bad experience with being disappointed. I think another thing that people are unprepared for or not prepared for is having their heart broken, getting cheated on, a bunch of sad stuff that you... Like can deal with differently. You can either stay open or you can close off because you are like not willing to go through that dirt. Yeah, but then uh, if you're not like, I think the heartbreak is a good example. If you're not willing to open up fully, then you're also not gonna experience the whole range of emotions. Hmm. You know, if you're not willing to really let yourself fall in a relationship, if well, have the possibility of getting your heart broken, you're also not going to really love, get loved. You're not going to open up as soon as you're going to feel like something is maybe a bit off. I remember people, like, when they get to know somebody, I'm not prepared to fall in love. It's a thing people say. Exactly, and you just close off, yeah. Like, yeah, you, you're the right person, you're amazing, great, but I'm just not at not the right time now. of my life where I'm open and I'm, I'm willing to let you really walk into my heart. And then it's like, have phew, you had that close experience? The um, yeah. 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 <laughs> but also the other way. I what think, I, in my opinion, guys are also even more like, hey, I'm right now, we're, I'm we're building. We're talking about you right now, so we're going to talk a little bit about your experience. No, too. but also, I mean, how I experience it on the other way course it's a two-way street yeah but i was about to say is that i think men are more in the game of like this is the years where i'm working on my career this is the years of working on that this is the years where i can imagine to you haven't tried dating women you don't know how many women share that story you just tried dating guys i'm talking about guys yeah but like you say guys are more inclined to do that ah because you've only yeah but i'm a woman <laughs> i see the other perspective and i know many women how they <laughs> come on i need to date girls to understand that no i think i've i've lived i think some experiences like heartbreak can put you through a phase of being unprepared to experience it again you're mm. like oh last time really roughed me up i'm not prepared for that right now yeah i have that of like a really major heartbreak 
But then I was like, I'm not willing to get to this point again. Then I'm also not going to open up truly. Mm. You know? Then I it's don't know what I It's easier said than done, though. Like the first time you thought of it, then you changed your thing. I don't know. If I like meeting you at some point, I was also like, I really like you and allowing you to be that close and me to be that open and us to move together super soon. It's like it can go super wrong. But if mm. you allow yourself to just like see the positive side and not think about the risk all the time, then it also just like there will always be the risk. Mm. I can walk out the door tomorrow and be just hit by a car and be dead. It's the same. For things you're not prepared in life and that's fine. Mm. But if you don't allow, if I wouldn't allow myself to like let you that close, then we wouldn't. Yeah, but you also shared with me that it took you a journey of two, three years of being single to get through that point. Yeah. So I feel like there's a side note to... uh, realizing that if you do not open yourself then you're also excluding the option of yeah but i got my heart broken for the first time when i was i think 17 and then for like 12 years not at all see that's why i mean yeah of course but also those years we good relationships but not really what this I would is super say. weird i think it's still the most that weirdest uh Thing if, you've ever shared always come back to that point yeah i think many people live next to each other in a relationship honestly i don't i don't know how i i i feel to uh yeah i think you're just too curious and too i cannot be too in this. connected to understand this no but i cannot imagine being in somebody else's bubble that you don't really care about I you do care on a certain level until a certain depth yeah and that's it yeah no i cannot uh, i can imagine having uh, sexual partners like that but to live with somebody and introduce them to your friends and family but if you work and travel so much then you don't really have a lot of contact points so you think that that facilitates a lot of that type of relationship? Yeah, I mean, for me, it was really the awakening. When I went on a long weekend trip with my ex. Mm. And then it was like literally three full days that we spent together. And on day one, I was already like, I'm out of topics to talk about. Mm. And that's why I really realized how much we grew apart the last half year. Or even longer. I was even like, I don't know when to track back when we started to grow apart. Mm. All right. <coughs> um, so, <laughs> it's not. So it's like, you know, you can't just like live next to each other without realizing it because you're just too busy with other things. And what were you not prepared or unprepared for during those days? Those three days? No, the, the, the relationship. In the whole relationship, yeah. I was, yeah, I think I was not able to really open up and let someone be close. And because I had so little time, it was make it was more convenient to not open up. Because the little time we had, I was thinking about it. 
I'm like, I was working at least five days a week. Then Saturday, it would be just like running errands and doing stuff. On Sunday, mm. I would usually sit at least six hours in front of my computer again. There was not much time and vacation, well, mm. not that much, but... If you would be able to give advice as we're trying to round up, what would you say to people who have that old frame of mind that you used to have about being unprepared? I think you should really be brave enough to just try to approach things a different way and just try how it feels and what the outcome is being unprepared. Mm -hmm. Maybe not in the most important budget meeting if you work in corporates. Maybe that's not the best place to start. No. But with smaller things, really just like listen into yourself how it feels if mm -hmm. you're unprepared. Like if you really just look beyond the fear of like, oh my gosh, I'm gonna, mm. you know, I'm gonna be uh, the imposter. Um, you might discover some different personality almost that comes across. Okay. And uh, yeah, I found, I really found the beautiful playfulness in it. Mm. Like not thinking about, oh, someone is gonna discover that I'm not prepared, but think like, it's a different approach to present things. It's a different approach to show things. And that's mm. nice. That really showed me a different side of me. Oh, that's thanks. my advice. Yeah. It's a good thing. It's really a good thing. <laughs> to be unprepared for the podcast. Yeah, the uber German <laughs> person saying it's a good thing to be unprepared. Yeah, I think life is going to throw us many more curveballs. Mm -hmm. So in that sense, uh, I think what I talk about with Fran a lot about this brave space that we're creating. Mm -hmm. I think this whole concept of being prepared is almost opposite of uh, uh, bravery because then yeah. you don't need so much bravery. Of course, it's nonsense to say because if if bravery also takes practice, mm. but it has to do with dealing with feeling unprepared. So, I don't know. Uh, somebody insults you in public. Mm. What you gonna do? I don't know. <laughs> exactly, you're not prepared, and in that moment being able to take a breath, yeah. realize what's going on, remember who you are, that you do not take shit from people, but you also don't act like a fool, so you're not gonna stab them to death, but <laughs> you're gonna be like, hey, come here, this is not how we communicate. What's up with you? You need to talk about something? So it's a certain agility, no? I think uh, that definitely is the right word for it. To really be like, hey, listen, that was not okay. You got to talk about that. You cannot. Mm. Yeah, or, or show uh, showing up somewhere where you feel like you have uh, high expectations on you and just be able to deflate that by saying, I had trouble sleeping last night because uh, you people were going to listen to me today and are kind of afraid of y'all. So uh, forgive me if I... Uh, Exceed your expectations because you're lowering them right now. 
I don't know, something silly yeah. like that, but I, think I, I really believe there is no such thing as getting prepared for whatever comes, you know? Maybe it's like a certain topic that you're going to present. Yeah, that's like narrowed down. That's not really life. That's just a little cut out of something where you can get prepared. Other mm -hmm. than that, like even us planning to move, we can get prepared. As I said, we should really look into what we need to do in a year, two years, etc. Because mm -hmm. some things are just not on the urgent list. They're important, but not urgent. So it's important no. to take care of that. But still, we just got to roll with the punches when we move and see if that doesn't work, then we need to find option B, C, D, E. Mm -hmm. So that's also something that you can plan out in your head, but then life just comes in between. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I so, think the way you summed it up, this agility yeah. is, is at least as important as... Uh, mm -hmm all the preparations you make is to remind yourself that you are agile. Because mm -hmm. I think that's what you experienced in Colombia is that you were able to shift in your into your agility mm -hmm. instead of where's my master document and I'm going to make sure all the things are aligned well, etc. No, all that stuff doesn't matter. It's about conveying the a message. The knowledge is here. The knowledge yeah. is here. It was like taking the knowledge package and just wrapping it in a different format. Mm -hmm. That's the agility. No. Like the baseline didn't change. I know what I know. I don't need the presentation necessarily. No. It's just wrapping it in a different format. True. So. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. Thank you so much. Make sure you subscribe and like and share the Love Change podcast live every Tuesday. Yes, again, drop topics at us. Please do. Please. And uh, just a little announcement. I'll be also adding some interviews and maybe soon we can also start the Burnout Chronicles, one of uh, maybe start of next year. So more contact coming your way. Yeah. And see you on the next. Have a good night. Love change out. <laughs> Love change out. <laughs>